Could you turn uh, down um, number? I think it's number two or three. Try number Who? three. Who? Am I too loud? One, two, one, two, one, two. I wasn't loud, two, one, two. That's not it. No. Who, whose Shrek. headphones is that? That one. Who's yeah, head- that's okay, Thanks. that's the right one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just talking so that I can. That was probably sure. Brogan's then. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Let's you start. won't. He turns you down. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> that's so dumb. <laughs> you guys are jerks. <laughs> Incorporated in 1875, proclaimed as the City of Destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the City of Grid. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas, whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Brogan. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. I'm Derek. Is that everyone? And that's C-Note. C-Note's over there. Chancey's over there. I told him he didn't have to talk to me. Oh yeah, to. he doesn't. Yeah, need to, yeah. uh, I just, I just realized there's a whole bunch of fucking people here at the table <laughs> yeah, again. Yeah. I know. <laughs> again, it's the Thanksgiving table. It's the kids' table here at the beautiful Union Club. We are recording live here today, and um, it'll be interesting to see what happens because there is an event going on upstairs, and since this is a co-working space, that happens, and so there might be a little bit of bleed through, and we're going to see how that works and if we can push through this. And um, it's kind of just kind of what happens, uh, but we'll see where that goes. Thank you guys, everyone, for listening to us. You can find us at GritCityPodcast.com. Where? GritCityPodcast.com. And you can find all of our socials and all that stuff. And listen to us on the Discord. We uh, are having technical difficulties today with the Discord, so you couldn't hear us live. I would apologize for that, but I don't care. <gasps> Sometimes shit just happens. What, what happened? I shit. Like, I don't know what's going on, and I'm not te- technically savvy enough right now to deal with this. So what happens when you start off before you podcast um, and you get a little ripped and then during the podcast that you had just previously recorded, you get a little ripped and in between those, you get a little ripped and then you would bring on a person who helps people get a little ripped. (laughs) We've got Kevin from House of Cannabis. Hello, everyone. And thank you so much for being on with us. Uh, Coming out out on a Sunday, Mm -hmm. experiencing the wonderfulness of Tacoma in all its areas and especially in the this kind of the downtown Antique Row Broadway section where uh, where we're at here, right next to the McMinimans. Uh, apologies, because again, it's a Sunday and football traffic. There, there's, yeah. It's kind of hard to find parking around you here. Don't, you don't have to apologize for football, dude. That wasn't your fault. Just, <laughs> uh, okay. It's been going right. on for a long time. It's true. It has been going along for a long time. But anytime we said anyone to bring over here, we're like, hey, come on down. Also, watch out for parking. It's kind of a pain in the dick. Yeah, parking does suck. <laughs> but I mean, that's I think that's just a problem that we always have everywhere. Um, but thank you yeah, for, for coming out here. And, uh, you know, parking isn't so bad. I used to work down here when I first was mm-hmm. cutting my teeth in the cannabis industry, uh, the second brick and mortar cannabis store to open in Tacoma, mm-hmm. which was Canatonics. It was right down in the Passages building, just uh, oh, a block shit. and a half to our south. Uh, it was tucked back in a maze of hallways because it was That's where designed, we hung out with. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, no. Designed to, designed to be. Uh, was it? The closet or the speakeasy. Yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah. The, the spot where maybe you have to knock through a couple doors, yeah. go through, a little slit opens What's up where password? you're looking to look through your, <laughs> see who you are as you're going through there. That's where we <laughs> hung out with Black Jesus. Um, 
Was that did, is Opera Alley? Yeah. In that area? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it probably was. The front of it was the paint. Um, it had the paint. You got it. Yeah, we hung out in there with Black Jesus. Yeah, that, that was, was a hell awesome. of a day. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the first iteration of the GCP. Yeah. Oh, you can still listen to the episode. I'm sure we talked about it. And you huh? can see pictures. It was on my Facebook for forever. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I think it might be on the podcast Facebook. Oh. It's us with... Um, um, Him and I having to hold up Black Jesus. He smoked so much weed. Nice. And he had so much McDonald's. He was like, I'm going into a coma, boys. I'm I understand that. Well, he had about half the McDonald's he wanted to eat. <laughs> And, then, and the then rest the, was everywhere was, all was, over him. Well, it was, he was still holding it. It was just on his chest. <laughs> those, those are those are my kind of people. And Brogan, also, I got to give you props because you did also bring McDonald's, and I've already been eating cold ass fries, even though they've been sitting through a whole other podcast episode. So cold McDonald's fries are so gross. They are so nasty. They have and this I weird... ate the whole fucking thing of it. I'm like, yeah. why am I doing this? There's like a weird flavor profile in that. Can we get that in some weed? <laughs> cold McDonald's. <laughs> Fries, weed. Oh, I don't. I mean, maybe, but I don't think so. And I don't know if I want that. Holy shit! That's super cool, man. That, that we we that's and we got all kinds of cool products there too. Remember, they were like, "Oh, you guys yeah, have a yeah. podcast." They give us all kinds. Yeah, of Yeah, that weird vaporizer right. guy that he yeah. thought that we were going to be a big deal until he looked and like these guys got thirteen episodes. We're still not. <laughs> it's in ten years. It's it's still- <laughs> we're a much bigger deal than you think we are. We got a sticker uh, in Antarctica. That's well. Oh yeah, that is true. We are worldwide. We also yeah. got one in uh, Tokyo, I believe. Nice. Australia as well. Australia. Yeah, we're taking yeah. Over continents. <laughs> one I'm taking them all over. It's like <laughs> we got baby. one on a condom machine in uh, New Mexico, or wherever they hung Billy the Kid in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Really? In the bar that Billy the Kid last drank in before they hung him. There's wow. one on a condom machine there. Yep. Damn. There's one on the alien cow house outside Area 51 <laughs> in Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> so we are worldwide. Oh, my God. What about that brothel? Oh, yeah, that's the one. That's oh, that's that's exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean the other one. The other oh, one. the other brothel. Oh, my God. So, Kevin, yeah. I, I, it's kind of interesting in terms of just like, okay, so you just immediately dropped like weed history on us. We, we've known and we've had friends um, yep. in the in the cannabis industry for mm-hmm. quite a while, uh, most notably our buddy Billy with Mary Mart for a while, and then he moved on to other things. Yep. And But I really, I, I, ever since, really, I mean, House of Cannabis has been on my radar for quite a while, but really when you moved over to the 56th and Yakima mm-hmm. location, our new building. where it was where I really got the old auto parts store. On the corner. I was just trying to go, wait, wait, what's right yeah. there? Yeah, it was the old auto parts yeah, store. Lincoln Auto Parts building. So when I got out of the Navy in 2006, early 2006, uh, that was the neighborhood that I moved into, and it was still an operating auto parts store mm-hmm. there. So I went and got my oil filters and, and everything there. So I, that's my first connection um, to the place around 2006. And I want to say it was 2014 when they closed. Might have been a little bit later. It's been closed for a while. It had, and it sat empty for a while. Right. I changed your Cougar's stupid windshield wipers in that parking lot. <laughs> you were hooking up with a Cougar? <laughs> no, it was No, like, he it had was, a Cougar. It was though. my grandpa's Cougar. It was this oh, giant How boat. old was that? Oh, it wasn't a chick. It was the car. It was his grandpa's Cougar. Oh, oh my God. I have never made that joke in the entire time I thought about it. Now it's your grandpa's Cougar. <laughs> oh, jeez. Now it's just going to be awkward. I, but it's like the, just being able to get into the, that area and it, yeah. being able to like revitalize that 
building because yeah, it was not really going on for quite a while. There's nothing going on for for a while. Yeah, it was uh, seven years, I believe, uh, nearly to the day from the time that they ceased uh, business operations till we opened there, which was December fifteenth of last year, two thousand twenty-two. Yeah, and I was really stoked when it was because it was a closer shop than any other place around. Uh, for me, and I just I love that aspect. And then going in, uh, it's a beautiful store. Thank I you. I love the store. I love um, everyone there is super nice. Thank um, you. And also your deals are fucking great. Thank like, you. Like there, it's like I, I really <laughs> like I really love House of Cannabis as a person who goes there to uh, purvey the uh, different uh, things that you uh, supply there. Thank you. And uh, you know, one of the great things about that store, in my opinion, and about House of Cannabis from the beginning is it's very um, DIY, do it yourself. Um, we, in many ways, are the lowest denominator to go the farthest in many ways. Uh, I'm not just to toot my own horn, but mm-hmm, yeah. you know, to push the history angle a little bit, we were the last one in in the city out of all the licenses that the city has. Oh, wow. Oh, geez. Uh, okay. So that's a, kind of a rough entry because everyone else is established in front of you. We got what we thought was basically the last piece of real estate available that zoned for retail cannabis in the city, and yeah. we felt amazing that we got it uh that's hard it's hard to find right yeah it's very hard to find because the cities they they all get to zone it their their different ways they come it comes with a base set of rules from the state says you may you have to adhere by these unless you specifically change it and if you specifically change it you can only change x uh y and z out of a through z and then most of the cities really tightened down from Mm -hmm. what the state provided them some of them opened up like electric city out in very central Washington, they dropped everything to the minimum that they could. They were like, "Bring it in! <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> no one, all came. of it. We want oh, no, no. Well, you have to have yeah. customers as you well, do. right? You do. And, and Electric City has 117 people in it. Yeah, exactly. Not much right. of a city. Yeah. yeah, I mean, 117 people. As long as they all bunch of really weed. fucking high people. <laughs> right. hey, when it comes to Eastern Washington, I think everyone does smoke weed. We have two stores out in Eastern Washington as well. It's oh, not, nice. Not just a Tacoma thing. The problem with those, just real quick. To yeah, touch yeah, yeah. on those small those small places is is you also have to drive to and from them right mm-hmm. so um, same thing with bars brogan right like you uh, at, when you're a little bit isolated people have to drive to and from your bar I, I just know this growing up in the middle of nowhere nevada and and so it's like man you go you're you're scared you go and you have a beer and you're scared to drive yeah. home you're like fuck yeah because <laughs> they're just waiting for two hours because yeah. you know they're waiting mm-hmm. for you, right mm-hmm. they same want thing, that same thing Anyway, I'll shut up. <laughs> oh, no, you're no, on a podcast. Yeah, okay. just keep talking. You guys are the hosts. <laughs> point I forgot about Elko, Nevada. I have a story that I cannot tell on the podcast. <laughs> Perfect. But I really want to, so remind me. Okay. So can we save that for a special Patreon bonus? Ooh. I mean, maybe I could tell it right now, but we're not. No, we're not going to take away from our guests. We'll get at some point with that. At the end of this, let me tell it. Yeah, do the exclusive, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But I am excited. So let's start off. Let's let's like maybe not go back all the way to the beginning, but let's start off at the inception of House of Cannabis. So you were one of the first or the last ones to be able to get that and get that retail space. Um, so how long has House of Cannabis been in business for you? House of Cannabis uh, started actual business in Tacoma on uh, St. Patrick's Day 2017. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we, I, I had owned another uh, cannabis uh, retail spot 
prior to that, and I'd worked at two others here in Tacoma. And that was when it was just medical cannabis. And okay, yeah. Was, I made a decision at one point, um, you know, with uh, my mom was actually the legacy partner who brought me into this industry out of software. She developed rheumatic arthritis or was diagnosed with it, mm-hmm. and she started using medical cannabis. And she was meeting some guy in a parking lot at Northgate Mall, mm-hmm. you know, right, yep. to get cannabis. And, and I was like, no, enough of that, ma. Thanks. Right? Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Let's yeah. keep it safe for so, my at the very uh, least. Yeah. yeah. And it coincided with the financial crisis in 2008. And I'll, I'll fast forward through this part of the story. But, I mean, you know, I was in venture capital software. That evaporated. I also happened to be finishing a graduate school degree at the same time. So the, the, the perfect storm was there. It's like this guy is not going to get hired anywhere in Seattle for the next three years. <laughs> you better find something to do, kid, <laughs> while you're still young. That's what I heard. Uh, and it started with a couple trips across state lines with some some cats i knew uh for a while from eugene to seattle just hopping and then mm-hmm. that made it comfortable for me to do this for my mom i was like okay well i got a year up to do this and it just kept dovetailing and dovetailing and dovetailing i finished an mba started teaching um cannabis interests who had no idea what they were doing in the business world how to file their taxes pay their employees you know get on the right side of the law took several people down to the river washed them clean set their, <laughs> set their old companies adrift shot the flaming arrow into it and started a new company i said look now you're a shiny white knight well nice. and i mean that <laughs> yeah. was because it, it uh, uh, like to get a a, a cannabis license it was the lottery yeah. which means anybody yeah. could get it like yeah. literally anybody and we've seen them as they've popped up and gone away yeah. throughout the many years of it happening here like you'll see a shop you're like oh that's interesting and then it goes and then it becomes maybe one of the companies that scoops up everybody in this area and then just they be, get that whole thing and i've seen locations change names yep four, five, six different times. Absolutely. And you're like, well, what happened? It was like, well, because the business guy didn't know business. Yeah, he I liked got the to scoop smoke on weed. all Yeah. Yeah, he liked to smoke weed. <laughs> well, and I he do thought too, he could do it. I- well, and then, <laughs> dude, I mean... Yeah, like, but you got the MBA. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you weren't coming into a bit of a gray market as well, right? True. Like, no, everything's not always on the up and up. And they know that. Like, we've we've um, talked to growers, right? Yep. Where they're like, oh, um, they, they, uh, they give you two weeks to find your plants or whatever the fuck yeah. right yeah <laughs> like wherever they come from right we don't yeah. we just look the other way so they, they kind of know that not everything's exactly legal mm-hmm. um, you have to find your way around that i think yeah. yeah and i mean that really comes with the big problems with like the federal the federal Ill- illegality of cannabis and then just trying to like make push and money. switch all of that different stuff yeah like seriously make money how many states shit. now it's it's the majority well, yeah all we're in the majority now yeah, we're yeah. 28 or 29 yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Damn. Well, I remember when we first started this podcast, we had uh, you know Did you Chuck say Green. We first started? The, oh yeah, I Chuck. yeah. <laughs> oh so yeah, Chuck is a good friend. Yeah. He's one oh, of our true. best friends since we were little kids. Lovely. Uh, he's he's his own individual. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we had him on back right at the at the like the the death rattles of we did the swap medical meet. we did the swap meet the swap, we went yeah. down and did the swap meet dude that dude. was so fun did you go down and do the show at the market yeah, yeah. yeah. over there by foxes yeah. Yeah. yeah so much fun it was yeah. it, it was awesome dude they had little plants miss, they had everything yeah everything. yeah and, and this knife hits right on the open bar <laughs> just right there <laughs> dude, dude they're just there here put this in your mouth yeah, right. yeah. sit down yeah smoke this <laughs> if you want i'll, I'll do you a deal on an ounce yeah <laughs> So it already guys, was. You guys, <laughs> you guys think we party 
party west. now. You guys think we party now? Brogan and I used to take it Get to a different level. Fucking <laughs> wild. <laughs> well, and I mean, uh, by the way, he's doing well, and I don't know if um, you like yeah. the guy or not, but he's he's doing really well. I like Chuck a lot. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. is he still out in Costa? Yeah, he's still in Costa Rica. Just yeah. he's, he's he's got a little goat farm. Going I on. knew. I, I've seen his pictures uh, his, about all his, his goats his, and shit. Uh, his oh, wife came back and I was told her I was having some sleep problems. She brought me a little tincture, some RSO. I don't even oh. know what RSO stands for. Rick Simpson oil. Yeah, named after the guy who invented it. How yeah. cool is that? Well, yeah, I don't I know. Can but go it was into that fucking handwritten <laughs> shit. Tell you what. So my problem is, is that I'm super, super sensitive to weed, and it takes very little to just <laughs> yeah. fucking space cadet lightning. I was gonna say RSO <laughs> yeah. probably fucking did it for you. No, yeah. but she gave me she gave me a medical dropper, and she's yeah. like, "Listen, shake the fuck out of it, one drop, and, and then take full, pull a whole dropper loose." <laughs> And she's like, if you're going to eat pussy tonight, put half of it out. If you're just trying to go to sleep, put three-fourths of it out. And I'm like, that's very specific. Let's test it. And tell you what, that has been my most reliable form of measurement. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm like, eat pussy? The the EPA? (laughs) The EPA? (laughs) (laughs) It's just... It's a real metric, obviously. It is. It's it's accurate. I just love how it's gone from seriously, like, just the Wild West of that insanity Mm. to, like, what it is now, which is, it's so, I mean, it's, you have a legitimate business, but also at that same point, it's still kind of on that edge. Because, Ken, I know that it's been the fight with, like, the banks, for like, yes. like for so long, are we Still, even? Right. Yeah, are we closer to that? Do you even know? I mean, obviously, uh, you're gonna have to know because you're in the weeds for that. But it's, yeah, do you do you have it, any knowledge of this at all? Everything. <laughs> hey, why the fuck are you here? Yeah, everything, uh, everything varies from state to state, 100 percent for mm-hmm. sure. And part of that is, you know, that uh, you know, it's still not federally legal as we've already identified. But then the states have set up their own rules and they try tweaks or adopting systems from other states. But largely, Washington State has one of the best banking environments right now actually which is uh the state allowed for state chartered banks that's states that only operate within inside uh washington state to take deposits cash deposits and electronic deposits from cannabis companies now we get feed oh yeah yeah we get feed you know i mean and when i say feed i mean it's it's enough that i notice like with my personal banking we get feed too, but you don't really necessarily notice. If you're relatively that, yeah. responsible, right? You shouldn't notice too badly. But Fuck. on the cannabis, how many percent you talking? Uh, so they take one quarter, just up, just you know, your your shiny shiny quarter out of every hundred dollars that we deposit. That's a cash intensive intensive business, and on top of that. Um, you know, it, it's everything has to go through the bank account to legitimize that money mm-hmm. in the federal eyes as well. So, you know, it's the way that money goes into the bank unless someone pulls it out of one of the ATMs uh, that we own. And then it electronically shuffles. But banks just identified that, oh, my God, we need to be getting a quarter out of every hundred dollars of that, too. And then oh, there's monthly okay, fees. Yeah, the bumps, uh, yeah. so that's where they get you. Yeah, every, a quarter out of every hundred isn't terrible. It's not. But, you know, most cannabis companies are like House of Cannabis, I love her. She's beautiful. We have robust clientele. We've managed our costs and our expenses. So we're doing really well as a company. But when it comes to uh, revenues by cannabis stores, we're getting slaughtered out here in the, the city of Tacoma. I don't mind saying so. Mm-hmm. I also don't mind being the place where, you know, we can take some time and it's not a, a meat 
meat locker yeah. for cannabis. Um, I dig that a lot, actually. I'm not sure that I would want the other. Uh, but nonetheless, we're still bringing in about two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month this is all public information yeah 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 absolutely yeah happy to share it at that location uh and we have two other stores on the east side uh that basically do the same amount of business so at the end of the end of every month we've shuffled about half a million dollars into the bank and some of that's tax money and we still got to pay the quarter on every hundred dollars of the tax money a third of it third of it it's actually That'd be a fun one. Have you guys ever talked about cannabis taxation? No. I don't think we've really gotten in, into I, it. The bar has a cannabis it. place right behind oh. it, and I hear about it all the yeah. time. <laughs> and I, I just noticed it by accident one time, and I saw, the, I think it was like 35% where I live, I think. Uh, and yeah. I thought it was high, but I thought I'll pay for it because I could walk in and buy fucking weed. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I have a receipt. And so I went on a cruise one time and I asked a Texan one time. I go, I go, well, I'm from Washington State because and weed's doing great. I said, nobody's turning it down. I said, we're bringing in millions and millions. <laughs> yeah. He goes, that's awesome. I said, but the tax, I said, tax is 35 percent. And he goes, then it's no go. He says taxes don't do taxes. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> unless it's property taxes and you don't see it. Right. So I, I, I have two things yeah. with <laughs> how you have to pay your property taxes. <laughs> two things I've noticed um, w- about uh, weed taxes, just in general. One thing I loved is that you can go online and look up uh, the law, whatever is four hundred two B or something yeah. like dot org or dot yeah two eighty E is I think what you're referring to the federal uh, no no the, the Washington oh, the state, state. One. yeah okay. it's like um it would w- it was whatever law um made weed legal you yeah. can go in there and see how much I-502. it collected yeah five hundred two yeah. there you go it's I think it's five hundred two dot org mm-hmm. um and you can see and it's hundreds of millions of dollars mm-hmm. um and then the second thing is there is one weed store kind of close by my house that I went into today that I probably won't go back into. I wasn't very happy with them. Um, and they've started putting the price and then they've put, um, after that, the price after taxes, Mm -hmm. um, that that's not what made me mad. I I didn't care about that too much. It was actually the service. (laughs) (laughs) It can can sink a uh, relationship. A hundred percent. But, um, I, I hadn't noticed that before. And honestly, I don't know that I care that much. Right. Because I'm like in the past I was paying, um, you know, the fucking street tax, whatever that was. Right? Oh, yeah. You know? Like, I wasn't it... blowing people, Brogan. I see that. There's <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. a different kind of street tax on that. Oh, but no. And, and, I, 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 liquor has a bad tax, too. Yeah. Well, I'm, I, well you're just talking Syntaxes about like. Taxes are a thing. Yeah. And, right. But I also remember like having to spend like. 300 bucks for an ounce yep. of shit yep. because it's just whomever you get, whatever you yep. get. The beauty, and we've talked about this over the years, of being able to go into a place, see a menu, or even look online at the menu, yep. be able to see what you want and exactly what you want, how you want it, whether you want Indica Sativa, if that doesn't matter to you, the Terps, all those different mm-hmm. things, and then being able to go in and talk to somebody who is knowledgeable on how those interact with them yep. and being able to get like, oh, so you know, when you smoke this, how do you feel? Especially for a first timer. Yes. Or new users. And that's one of the things I've loved with like House of Cannabis is just the the knowledgeable staff and the people that are like, they're happy to see you when you come in, they greet you. It's, and it sometimes it might seem like for somebody who's been around and maybe only smoked when you have dispensaries. Like, I mean, I remember going, you know, to my, my roommate's cousin's place and you're just like, this is sketchy as fuck. <laughs> like, and like being able to come been into there. a, come into a nice clean (laughs) open space being able to see the product you know out there maybe being able to buy some glass because you guys have some great displays with some great glass thank you which uh by the way i also 
I, I, I won something at House of Cannabis. <gasps> yeah, what? a piece because what? they you oh, were running right. the Halloween costume contest. Our favorite. Which, <laughs> my favorite too, because first off, you were just like, yeah, there's a discount. If you just come in in a costume, I'm like, fuck yes, I'm going to do this. Yes, I'm always in yeah, a costume. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like my normal attire or costume because this is my adult costume. But no, we went in, the wife and I, as Beetlejuice and Lydia. Aww. And it was right before we went to Cosmic Bottles for your Halloween party. So we we're just like, oh, we're going to roll in here first, get that, get some pictures for the costume contest. Aww, and then, it. sure, shit, boom, little, a couple days later, get a message. Hey, you guys won. And I'm like, fuck yeah. You guys looked incredible, first of all. I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, it was a great oh, costume. What a great time to be alive. Dude! <laughs> we have right? weed stores that have gone from like a sketchy guy in a parking lot. Mm-hmm. It, since even I've been like old enough to drive, to now weed stores that have costume contests. Yeah, right. The weed store next to the Cosmic Bottles mm-hmm. has a fucking waterfall in it. Yeah, Dude, right? I'm like... <laughs> Uh, well, okay. it's all about the vibe, dude. And, and the cool thing, I just want my list, uh, the, the listeners to know that when when Justin and Broken say that it's a good weed store, it's a good weed store, right? You know, they're not, they, they know what they're talking about. Scott too. Scott definitely. I go off to by what these guys said, and they recommended you know uh, uh, Mary Mart when we first started smoking. Yep. We, I'm a newer smoker. Right? I love. I, Mary I was Mart, definitely yeah. in my fifties before I started smoking. We got him. It was literally our fault. Oh, yeah. so we yeah, got yeah. first one's free. <laughs> it's like now a podcast. First podcast for you. Yeah. Right. And so I'm telling my wife, I'm like, I'm like, I'm a weed smoker now. And she, 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 she she's like, I, I don't know. <laughs> and so we took her down to Mary Mart and they walked her through this stuff. Mm-hmm. She became so uh, good that they made, she got on the baker's dozen. So whenever nice. any of her friends would say, and, and this was more medicinal. She doesn't participate like like I do, but but she <laughs> she does know you know the the CBD part of it more and the edibles part of it and stuff like that. She got the dropper with the eating pussy on it, yeah. <laughs> right? And but well, she works her. out a lot, right? And she works out, yeah. A lot. So it's probably a lot for recovery and stuff. For exactly. Yeah, but yeah. she takes new people there too. But you guys have that same vibe, so I do agree with the method that the house of cannabis is using. Well, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, we came out of, uh, like I said, out of medical cannabis and, and it was my mom that drew me in there. So I've always taken it very seriously. Uh, I don't, you know, there, there are a lot of people out there who potentially take it too far with statements like, you know, this drug is a panacea of oh. Oh, uh, yeah. curing. What every, is the word panacea yeah, mean? Every, yeah, cure, uh, for cure for cure everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it'll cure what else? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't necessarily think that, but I think it's oh. a wonderful coping mechanism for, um, for a lot of, uh, different ailments that we oh. do go through. Yeah. I could, I could definitely, uh, astound it to that because i have a lot of you know everybody call it anxiety you know ADHD. every day now you got a little of that epa mine dropped like fucking <laughs> fucking 80 percent, 90 percent that i'm able to work through the issues now that cause that causes mm-hmm. it rather than having to deal with it and it's just and against a casual use but more casual than than most probably <laughs> but, <laughs> able to keep my job matter of fact i just got a raise and a new oh, title man. And um and he thanks it all to weed. And yeah, I know right <laughs> to the to the Grizz City Podcast. <laughs> weed University. <laughs> so but I could also see the use of uh, abusing it because now I do have I have to watch my tactile uh habit 
of just having having something to smoke sometimes. Mm. Yeah, the habit is oh, the biggest yeah. problem. Yeah, right? yeah that, but for, it's not because it's... I need the weed. It's like, no, I'm already fucking okay right now. I need to go out and do something with my fingers is the yeah. is the thing. I but that, that I would say that 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 yeah, that that, that that's an issue. Uh sometimes <laughs> you know you white you smoke too much and it's like I had to quit. I topped off the tank out at our safety meeting. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> before the show, and I just had you just got to stop your but but your body knows, and that's the worst yeah. that could happen is that you take a nap. Yep. <laughs> and yeah. you wake up and it's like, God damn! Oh, we hot boxed. We buried the fucking lead. Oh. Uh, we were in a we were in a, a room with so, nothing but smoke, and we, <laughs> I woke up the next day like I got out of a sauna. Like I felt so good. Yeah. We, so yeah. So uh, at the uh, at the old abode at my house, I have. A loft that we call well i call the rainbow room because i literally put it up led lights all sorts of lights and all that stuff so we decided it'd be a good idea to hot box that room and you know you you i'm, I'm sure you know about weed ingenuity the fact yeah. that like the the creation yeah. that you ingenuity can, the weed genuity exactly go. we created that that's the name of this podcast by the oh, way weed the weed you the weed genuity and it was uh we ended up we append took one of the uh the air compressed the air blowers for a mattress an air mattress and basically hooked it up to a, a bong oh yeah and then just smoked out the room now you're partying oh yeah and it's like it's like what it's like you think this is a great idea until you realize so that there blow, is dude. there is one window about six inches across <laughs> one foot tall for this entire room mm-hmm. And nothing else. And there's five guys in this room sitting cross-legged on this shed carpet rainbow couch while there these late lights are going off. And at one point, it was so smoky. I was so ripped. I'm trying to lay backwards so I could get under the smoke. And I couldn't breathe. And I'm like, what are we doing? We're upstairs. Our wives come in the front door and can smell it from said, like oh another God. story <laughs> like across the house and they're like what are you doing there We're was like, smoke coming out the window we yeah. have a picture of smoke like billowing out that window. at this little tiny yeah. little just little itty bitty window yeah. that room a little bad it smelled so house. bad it's it, it smelled like burnt out hippie for <laughs> about a week and a half oh that long it's a yeah. lesson learned yeah. we just aired it out we got yeah. some uh we Small got some window. incense and uh, you know, got through it, and the wife said never again, which yeah. I totally understood because yeah. I didn't want to do it again. I have a weed question. Oh. What's your weed question? So I have a thing that yeah, I don't do. generally smoke weed because mm-hmm. weed gives me a, a myriad of versions of anxiety sometimes. Sure. But I found that I can control with a five milligram edible, and I have noticed some particular brands don't seem to actually have it in their little like so i love moxie mints moxie mints so far has always hit me right just right and then i have some other ones like journeyman that you get all of the weed in one those moxies are are fantastic yeah i I don't think there's a better mint that i've ran yeah how is it yeah how is it what's the difficulty in regulating yeah why why is that so (laughs) dang hard uh you know i think overall mostly it's that so the state allowed for 10 milligrams 
uh, per edible. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is a maximum dosage. That's what's uh, allowed to come in one single sealed pack inside a package. But you can go down from there. And we have, as you've noticed, Moximuts, they do uh, 25 milligrams to hit their maximum of 100 in a package, 100 milligrams. Mm-hmm. And that's that's great. And that's, you know, that's generally the place where we, we tell folks who are either concerned about it or uh, already have a history of, um, you know. Being a from, bitch. Right. You know, uh, you know being, <laughs> me, being me. uncomfortable to being me when I'm at the fish show on a gram of RSO, uh, which is madness. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. Once yeah. you said fish show, I was like, oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell that story here in just a second, but I do want to answer this question with completeness. Um there are the, a, a large part of the the market, um, which is the old hands that never stopped and smoke all day every day or consume orally all day every day. Um, they're looking for something well beyond what the state of Washington will allow us to sell in one package. They want four hundred milligram edibles. They and want eight, Death yeah, Stars. Eight hundred. Right. They they want to be obliterated. It's the only thing that'll actually do it to them, and that's what'll lead into the fish story. But the vast majority of people. There's a couple things going on. Edibles used to make up a lot more sales in Washington State, but I think the people who love cannabis edibles got a little scared out of the gate because medical was completely different. And, hey, recreational users were like, yeah, I'll go to a doctor and have them sign some shit so I can go get some weed at a store. So mm-hmm. that was happening, and they get they get too far into the deep end of the pool, so they chronically think that, oh, I have you know adoption issues with cannabis through food. Uh, that gets me way too fucked up, and, oh. and then I can't function. And then even if you haven't done that for eight years and someone convinces you to do it again, 10 milligrams is also too much. So okay, yeah. yeah so yeah. Brogan's nodding. Is that yeah. what happened to you, buddy? So <laughs> I am. I have always been very sensitive to weed in every form. Mm-hmm. So I like one half of a Moximent. Yeah, that's perfect for sleeping. Yeah. One whole Moximent. That's EPA. Yeah. We're going downtown. Yep. yep. <laughs> and after it, but every now and again. Now, not with Moximint, but with other people that say, oh, well, here's 20 candies. It's supposed to be five milligrams. Yep. I'll just get death starred. Yeah. Like, here it comes. Boom. So. Then I'm I'm unhappy. Yeah. Because. I'm shivery. This isn't where you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. No one wants to be there. Yeah. I I totally get it. And it happens to me with very little. I mean, I reverted back to what I thought was honestly the first light my eyeballs were seeing as a fetus. I was so high. (laughs) My favorite thing. Like one of my favorite things is to get broken too high. Like it's not a real fair thing, but well, I do no. really you know like. What? To hey, I'm glad you hey, New Year's Eve. Yeah. I'm staying the night. Oh so. yeah, yeah. You got you got Lovely. space on the rainbow Lovely. room. No, oh, that, I, I got I like my camper. This. Oh, that's the camper. even better. But yeah, I mean, we did we did a we did a dab hit uh, podcast where he just tapped out halfway through it. I did all right. Yeah, dabs are wonderful. They taste amazing. If you do exercise, good portion control, you will not plant someone. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's a video of us in the rainbow room. Lovely. Uh, you guys were having fun for sure. Yeah, that was oh that God. was that was Can the I get best a picture mistake. Of that and, uh, yeah, we I have lots be, of pictures. We got to put that on our Grit City Podcast TikTok. Well, I don't Who's know. If, I don't know if we need to. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll be I'll be a little candid here for just a moment and yeah. to complete round out this yes. question for you here. Nice. Uh, and this is kind of you know I 
my business partner Mike does purchasing because he's a penny pincher, and I I kind of I'm kind of a free spending spirit. Nice. So that's why that's I do, a good business. Why I do marketing, right? <laughs> uh, but I get involved in a lot because I smoke a lot more cannabis. I eat a lot more cannabis. I do a lot more cannabis than my business partner Mike does. Not that he's he's wonderfully trained into what's good and what's not. But he always has me. He's like, smoke this, smoke this, smoke this. And I'm just like, fuck yeah, I'll, I'll smoke it right now. I'll tell you right here while we're at the table. So vendors come in um, and, you know, there's there's uh, we have meetings. Right now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we have meetings and, uh, you know, they want honest feedback and they need honest feedback in the state about their processes and their, their product as well. Oh, totally. And on the edible front, well, I mean, on, on the weed front, it's everything that you can imagine. It's like, you can either laud them and tell them their price is too cheap, or you can be like, what the fuck are you thinking? And what are you doing is the way that that can go. But with edibles, they always ask me, like, what should we do next, Kevin? And I'm like, why are you asking me again? I told you last time I need a bag of 100 fucking pretzels at one milligram each. I don't care if they're individually packaged. I want to sit down. I weigh 250 pounds. I'm six <laughs> foot fucking one. Yep. I don't want to eat a small bag of, of pretzels, like 10 pretzels. What is that? It's just going to piss me off. So bring me the yeah, bag. Yeah. Lead, lead the horse to the trough. Yep. I also am a little susceptible on the edible side, which will play into the story that I am going to get to now. <laughs> um, I don't like going over 40 today. Um, 40 is where I bust loose of control. 30 is about for yeah, me. Yeah. And, yep. and it gets a little dicey. Um, so I'll have four pieces of candy, but God, it sure would be better if I could have 40 pretzels or 40 pieces oh, of candy or 40, yeah. whatever. Uh, I mean, that would fit the mode of American that I am. It cures the munchie uh, mode. It cures the munchie <laughs> mode. It's like, I want those. Yeah. yeah. I want a bag of pretzels. When I buy a bag of chips, I'm going right. to probably eat the bag of chips. You know, you're, you're not wrong though. Cause you buy that bag of chips and there's only 10 in there a lot of times. Yeah. Right? And that's bullshit. And you're like, you eat them and you're like, well, fuck. Now what? <laughs> and last last thing about about that is uh, I would have you not only look at Moxie Mints, but look for Sun Gaze beverages. If you like um, carbonated water or fruit drink type. I like all. to make my, my thing last a long time. So I can give oh, 36 bucks yeah. for a tin of Moxie Mints. Yeah. And then that Moxie Mints will last me s- six months. Each, each can of Sun Gaze, it's bubbly water. It's reasonably priced for just a twelve ounce can of bubbly water, and it's two and a half milligrams. Mm-hmm. So it's oh. in that it's in that power. Play. It's a fair, yeah. That's like a night yeah. drink sort exactly. of thing. Exactly. I sell yeah. a ton of CBD at my I own a I bottle shop. Yeah, we sell a ton of CBD drinks. Which, by the way, CBD drinks don't sleep on those. Like or do sleep <laughs> or on do those. sleep on those? Yeah, they're wonderful. <laughs> they are pretty wonderful. Zentopia, <laughs> perfect. Going too hard on edibles for me these days does uh, come back to RSO, which you asked about uh, a little bit ago. Rick Simpson oil. I prefer to call it uh, FICO, full extract cannabis oil. Oh, okay. Rick Simpson has a very um, – he's, he's a Canadian. I, I believe he's passed on now. He was fighting cancer. He wanted to attack it with cannabis, so he came up with a way to reduce it down into a cannabis paste. Uh, it's his whole plant from roots to, to flowers, Whoa. and then he would mix it with naphtha, which is a paint thinner. Uh, and reduce and boil off that naphtha and be left with the paste. And the idea is, if you do it right, you know the naphtha is it's gone. It's stuff. gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, because of, <laughs> but the first paint thinner, you're like, what? No, I, I know. And this is this is why I like differentiating between RSO and, and FICO mm-hmm. because FICO encompasses a lot of different other extraction methods, including ethanol, which is what most people use these days. 
to do it rather than oh shit so yeah but again i mean ethanol is not hard to boil you know where i got it from do you think it was probably (laughs) legit (laughs) uh i think it's probably good stuff how about that i tell you what so (laughs) they they do a lot of it i go to a lot of concerts um a lot of mostly rock concerts but i mean you'll see me at folk and jazz and and rap and and even a country show or two from uh if the uh, vibe fits right that's right straight up i believe in country and western and love them both (laughs) for what they are uh so i go to a lot of concerts but one of them one of my favorite things since um the first time that i ever kind of went to a concert on my own uh was downtown seattle is nirvana and butthole surfers and and i went with a whole bunch of kids from high school yeah it was january 8th 94 uh, and it was at the Mercer Street Arena, and we went in there. And oh, it was, God, you know, I remember it was a, going to shows there. A shitload of, they haven't had many there over the years. It's been more of a of the T-Birds hockey arena yep. than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was sitting down on the floor with my friends, and my one of my friends pulls out a pipe and loads a bowl, and we just <gasps> smoke, and then the cigarettes come out, and we're smoking, and this is inside on Seattle Center property. Mm-hmm. And you just can't do that. At a concert anymore. It doesn't even matter if you're outside. Like, Dude, you go to Marymore Park, they'll kick you out for smoking a drink. I was there. yelled yeah. at at a yeah. fucking Snoop Dogg concert <laughs> yeah, exactly. because I was smoking weed. I wasn't the only one smoking weed, but I got singled out. I just was like, fuck, fine, whatever. I'll just get the second hand, I guess. All right. Vapes. So, okay. real quick, do yeah. you guys, if you're at a concert and, and the joint comes around, do you guys, do you guys hit it? Oh, just yeah. Just a random still. joint. Do you yeah. do? I still like, do. See? What I the still fuck? Do. How come it. people still do that? <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like, you know you should. Still yeah, know right. We should Several right? things fire off in your mind. COVID, uh, you know. Just nasty just, yeah, ass. Exactly. Yeah, Whose weed is this? Yep. Exactly. But yeah, I do too. I meet you. I'm like, fuck yeah! So, the Lot, lots of people have moved to vaping uh, here <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the modern age, but I was just at Numos for the Brian Jonestown Massacre concert, oh, and they have uh, they have forty signs up on the walls that say, "If you are spotted vaping, you will be ejected <laughs> from this venue." Yeah. And of course, Mar- uh, Anton Newcomb is up there on the stage bitching about it vaping the entire concert. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this doesn't apply to right, performers right, until exactly. it does. I don't, I, <laughs> yeah. How do you stop any? group of so many thousands of people from doing anything and you just oh can't, yeah. Right? yeah 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 the only you thing that pisses me off yeah. is, is lasers like stop shining lasers in people's eyes like, yeah <laughs> like fuck yeah that, not right? part of the show don't throw things on stage i can definitely oh, yeah. get behind yeah. as well yeah I mean, unless they some, ask for it yeah some of the behavior fuck them. <laughs> yeah that's the danny warhol's famous for asking for weed 311 famous for asking for weed uh and in we which reciprocate case, yeah i oblige them right uh <laughs> but so i've moved um since vapes seem to be out too i've just moved to eating rso or fico uh beforehand and twice i've sentence. i'm sorry yeah it does, it does sound <laughs> weird <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, but you had to make it weird. Yeah, well, I can do that. Yep, FICO so. matter is a weird deal. <laughs> yeah, you might let's. Look, 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 yeah, you might rethink that FICO when you say you're going to eat it. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. No, it's not FICO. What's your FICO score, sir? Yeah, I'm going to eat that too. Uh, so yeah, this this a whole plant cannabis extract. How about that? I I ate a whole gram right before Dandy Warhol's concert one mm. evening. Cool. And it didn't hit me until I was about an hour on the road back home oh. from from Portland. <laughs> and you're like, oh, and shit. then all of a sudden I was like wrecked. And it was one of those moments. I I'm high all the time. I drive what most people would call high all the time. Mm-hmm. This is another level. I stopped in Rochester 
pulled into the RVs they were building there. Just took a nap. Um, he has like, okay, natty night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And fish 2018 out of the gorge um, to oh, kick off the party. So first of all, when I go to a fish show, I don't go to fish. All my friends love fish. I don't really don't care, but I love the fucking parking lot. Just <laughs> 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 love being out there yeah. just like, uh, nitrous Ooh. balloon. Yeah, this is my nitrous balloon for the weekend. Cool. What do you got? Uh, I'll take some of that for my supply at home. Just the break in case of emergency glass dash. But um, Oops, it's Jeff, an emergency we, now? Yeah, I just threw 10 hits of acid away three months ago. I know, right? Yeah, oh. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you know, at, at Fish, I it was first night out of the gate. There wasn't even a show. I'm hanging out with some friends I haven't seen in a decade. I eat my gram of RSO to kick off the weekend party. Stay up another eight hours. Never really feel high. Go lay down in my car because I haven't bothered to set up my tent all night long, even though I've had, you know, 12 hours all on the site time, to yeah. do it. Right. And fall asleep with my shirt off and my seatbelt on and wake <laughs> up at 4 p.m. with the nastiest sunburn I've had since I was in the Navy in Hawaii. Oh, and just this just giant streak yeah, across. across my oh, my God. <laughs> so be careful when you do take full uh, full plant cannabis extract out there and go to shows, <laughs> folks. That's I mean, that's the moral of the story. A highly experienced driver on cannabis and uh, absolutely took me to a point where I was like, yeah, this is not safe. Uh, one, of, one of the uh, <laughs> one of the most ridiculous experiences I've had. Both of them involve Billy um, because he the, one of the first time I think it was one of the first times we had him on the podcast. He brought um, homemade brownies. Oh no, nuclear fucking brownies. But here's the thing. He <laughs> made them he really good. Them, right? Yeah, oh, he yeah. called them nuclear brownies. <laughs> no, wep he, weapons grade. Weapons grade, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He told us. Like, he was up front with it. But the problem was is he made them so fucking tasty. Oh. And so we, like, through the, I don't know, four of us, like, pounded a half of this tray. And it wasn't huge, but it was enough. Didn't feel it the whole time. Went home. Oh, no. That was when we were at the GC. Yeah, we were yeah. at Malarkey. Because that's the only time I ever left my car anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I remember, like, not, like, feeling fine, being okay, getting home, and just going, oh, no, and trying to edit the podcast. And I've never, I've never puked from weed. No. But I puked from the vertigo that this oh, caused yeah. because I was sitting at the computer trying, literally, I'm trying to cut one line like of audio, just trying to get rid of this one thing. I couldn't. Everything was spinning. I just put my head down. And then I, and then like three seconds later, what I felt was three seconds later, I got up and I just moved and I puked and I was like, I'm going to bed and I'll just deal with this. Went to bed, woke up at four in the morning, still high. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, well, at least I can do this now, save the project and just be done with it. Go back to bed. Like, yeah. Just like, fuck yeah, It this. doesn't wear off fast no when you, when you, no when you eat it. <laughs> no it doesn't at all it's the longest methodology for sure and yeah. you can really plant yourself for a whole day or even more i mean if you if you step into the paint to drive to the net <laughs> you might get the business you know it's well, uh <laughs> and i mean I think that's epa a, and i think that's a good really kind of um aspect to even talk about and we've brought this up many times is the different ways that you can experience cannabis there are the i mean like you will get a different body high if you you smoke it as opposed to eating it or having a tincture or doing any of those different aspects of it and like even going from like you know normal like smoking a joint to going and having dab hits because if you try to smoke a dab hit like you do a bong rip 
your life is going to be weird for the next couple of hours. <laughs> like, I distinctly remember doing that and just being like, okay, well, I got to hold this like, uh, like a bong rip. And I remember walking over to the outside, blowing it out, and then going and sitting on the couch, and I could open my eyes. Or I could talk. I couldn't do both. <laughs> it was literally one or the other. And I've got my niece over there going, Uncle Justin, what's the matter? I'm like, You were doing fine. dead versus with minors? I was at a birthday party and I was Everybody off was long. doing what it. What kind of little kid's birthday party's got dad ribs? It had dad ribs. It happens every once in a while. Also, dad ribs comes from me trying to say dab hits and nice. not being yeah. able to do all of that. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, you've got to really kind of note, like, if you're like, if you're someone who feels that you can smoke tough, uh, just. Be careful of the vehicle in which you're driving Absolutely. when it comes to it. Like, if it's a dab rig, be, be, be careful. Yes. Dad rig, it's got a bed in the back. <laughs> Having now, you started in, uh, you started the business in Washington, but you've yeah. been, you uh, told me before on the show that you're originally from Missouri. Yes. And then have, you know, have gone around through, uh, through military, through the Navy and kind of experienced all of that. Was now that was before that was before the the drug culture aspect of it all. But I'd have to imagine that you've been able to travel since you've been in a part of uh, the the cannabis culture. And where where do you feel that Washington is in terms of um, cannabis culture as opposed to everywhere else? I feel like California's kind of like has been the epicenter for such a long time, but. I'd also kind of also imagine that Washington itself has really upped its game nationally when it comes down to it. It it, it has, you know, um, Washington State. I think basically doesn't benefit from the strongest PR game because it's not a state the size of California mm -hmm. or New York, or Florida, or Texas, or any of those behemoths. Um, but you know, it's grown a lot since I first moved here as a teenager in the early '90s. Uh, and I want to say, look, weed culture was huge here already at least in certain pockets yeah uh, you, you mentioned missouri uh i grew up in a town called saint joseph missouri one of the four launching off points for uh for the oregon trail oh. uh, i call i say about saint joseph chief economic output crippling depression <laughs> uh you know it's a side of a society hey, nothing but like some lexapro yeah it's a side of poor education and factories oh. that used to make things um and export them and they don't anymore and i love the town mm. and there's some really cool buildings and stuff like that and people i love for sure are still there but i mean every time i moved it was an upgrade we moved to kansas city to the northern edge spent a few years there my parents were retooling re-educating and re-employing themselves as different things my dad was a printing press operator he saw the writing on the wall in 1984 oh and i was yeah. like oh i need to get the hell out of here <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah yeah, yeah. And, and my mom was a combat photojournalist in the army for a while which is why i was born in germany wow uh and she used to you know she never finished college prior to joining the army and then when she got out she decided she didn't really want to be a journalist anymore again writing on the wall mm -hmm. and retooled for accounting and that was the beginning of their you know basically meteoric rise of their own through the prime of their lives and we ended up out here during the tech revolution but not in Aberdeen. Not in Aberdeen, no. Uh, Mercer <laughs> Island. Mercer, Mercer Island. Yeah. Going much from, better than Aberdeen. Going the, from, from Missouri to Mercer Island. Yeah. Fucking Poverty Rock itself. Yeah. Holy shit. It was, I love uh, it. It says a lot about my parents in many ways, and, and uh, I love them both, and thank God they're still both on the a planet, and I've seen them both within the past six months. Nice. See my mom pretty much every day. Uh, but, you know, it's... It, it, 
coming back to the weed culture, um, when I moved from Kansas City, a place that's known for ag, I had attempted once to smoke cannabis with a friend from Kansas <laughs> in the back of his 1969 AMC Rambler nice. uh, before going to an 18 and under uh, dance club called Pogo's on the Kansas side of the state line. And, <laughs> and like, like I had found my parents seeds. I thought, I thought all Chinese chess uh, checkers boards came with seeds in them. <laughs> like when I was four or five. Oh, that's uh, where they kept it. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was part of the game. <laughs> Nobody I had no wants idea. to play that. That's exactly <laughs> what I was saying. No they smell weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> smell weird and everything um but you know and even though my parents smoked cannabis throughout my childhood it was um it was still i mean it's so hush hush in missouri for all those folks who did that, yeah. that that it still wasn't visible to me and reagan and reagan had their you know hooks deep into me too i was terrified that every girl say I no to drugs was man. Give me hiv and the drugs were going to ruin my life before i turned 13 so I'm, so yeah you signed yeah. that dare agreement <laughs> what happened look at you now i actually didn't uh, by the time it act, that actually came out i was a little wise already i was like no i'm not no, signing I'm not that sign shit that yeah i've got my dare certificate at home i'm sure you do i do you fucking liar mm-hmm. you fucking bat yeah i know i that. fucking went around it that's what that all, all that anxiety's from dude. Yeah, yeah, fuck. You're like, fuck. no i've got terrible fuck. anxiety right now because i'm gonna have to fucking podcast early because my employees are fucking up oh yeah i gotta go do inventory because well go see brogan at cosmic bottles fuck <laughs> cosmic bottles cosmic bottles uh, no. just but got yeah. a goofy fucking text message. so so yeah, it's quite all right. Uh, so it would, coming out to Washington State, Mercer Island, immediate immersion in weed culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, certainly so much deeper than anything in Missouri had, oh, ever, had yeah. ever kissed me with. Uh, my third day of school at Mercer Island High School, this girl named Michelle, a grade ahead of me. She's like, hey, you want to cut fucking third period assembly and uh, go rock out a bowl on top of the, the hill and just look out of Bellevue? I was like, um, um, fuck yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Surprised they didn't give you any coke, but uh, as, uh, we has, that was later. As, uh, they, you need coke two wasn't months to that wait easy up. to get in middle yeah. school. <laughs> no, you need two months for everyone to warm up before you on that one. Fair That's enough, what fair I enough. found out. Uh, <laughs> never really my my game though. Anyways, but uh, you know, I, I never would want to impede anyone's good time unless they're causing a problem for someone else. Fair enough. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, she got me really high and poured me in my fourth period physics class <laughs> and on the you know the west coast hydro i mean what i had in missouri was dick seeds and yeah and flaky compressed you know nasty and she pulled this out of a bag and i was like that's what fucking weed looks like bro <laughs> and, yeah. and she got me fucking lit and she's like are you going to be a problem at school like should i take you home and i was like like passing out in her fucking seat yes and i was like yeah, <laughs> yeah. i mean the answer was yes but my parents would have freaked out too in a way that only Strangely, only my parents could have, despite how liberal they are. They were just clampy on me. Uh, fair, fair. <laughs> I guess the chosen one or whatever, the prodigal <laughs> son. Uh, and no, she poured me into fourth period physics. And uh, thankfully, you know, like 83% of the high school teachers at Mercer Island High School uh, hold doctorates. So they've all smoked weed. Oh, yeah. And so do- Dr. Dottie Simpson, who I, b- I believe has passed on, uh, which That's is why I'll name. say She just, name. like, looks at you and you, yeah. like, rolls her eyes. Yeah. Like... She, was a, she was a Stanford grad in physics. And she comes <laughs> up and she looks at me and she goes, Kevin? Ah. Yes? She says, 
I think I know what's going on. And it's totally cool. So if you just want to lay there, I'm just going to be up there teaching physics, too, in case you need anything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I mean, at that point, too, it's like, what are you going to do with the kiddo at that point? Like, you know, it's like, please just don't be a fucking disruption. Yeah. Just chill out. Like, I know, but it's fine. (laughs) Just be cool. Exactly. And it really what is it comes down to even like with anybody smoking weed, like know what you can do. And if you're in too deep. Just be cool. Yeah. Like, just try to chill out a little bit. I feel like he's talking about me when I'm, he's. I'm, he's like, I was trying not to look at you when I was uh, saying that, but cool. you know, and, cool, bro. And that's why I say that the the weed culture on the West Coast is definitely so much better. Uh, it is certainly if that had happened at my high school in Kansas City, um, that would have been the most miserable four hours of my life to mm-hmm. date. Yeah. yeah, and the the teachers wouldn't have let you forgot. About no, it. like it would have no. been one of those like you were you were now Kevin the druggie, and yeah. I would have been ostracized by you know seventy uh, percent of the student population too because that kid does drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. And you're like, yeah, everyone does drugs. Just yeah, that's what we're exactly moved to the West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, having grown up here uh, and just moved out multiple times when I was younger, like in the eighteen, I didn't even start smoking weed until I was eighteen because I was afraid of getting in trouble. Yeah. And it was Brogan who got me into it, of all people. Brogan. When we were at Alex's place, Cyrus's (laughs) place. Um, Is that when I punched him in his face? uh, No, that was afterwards. That was sometime afterwards. Oh, it's when he was like... I'm but like, hey man, where'd I go? Because I had that little, I had a little little sneak toke mm. that had, uh, had a li- the little red, little, cross, little red on cross on the side. Yeah, and it was just like like the little prototype, but just like the prototype part with a I with just... a rubber stopper on it. <laughs> and I was like, hey man, where do we smoke this? Is this like a balcony thing? And Alex went. No man, that's an in a bathroom with the fan on thing. And I'm yep. like, All right. and I never liked Alex anyway. So I just I, re- I remember the I remember the first time getting ripped, and it was that it was that. I mean, I'd I, same with you. Is like I'd been around it all of my life. Yep. It was a little more open um, with my family and then like my grandparents because I found out sometime later that they uh, they were kind of big time like. I don't want to say dealers. I want to say more like distro when it comes down to it. My favorite. And so, it oh, was, your grandparents, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh yeah, yeah. We can go. Really? We're, we're gonna go. We're gonna go rent out the Airbnb of their old house and see if I can find <laughs> the hidden, uh, hidden rooms. Nice. Because they're probably still there. But um, it was one of those where it's out in the open. But it's like I still I didn't want to get in trouble. So I didn't want to smoke it. So when I turned 18, I guess I was like, now it was time to do so. But I just remember doing it and being like, I have no fucking volume The control. same summer, I shaved his head and got rid of his mullet. Oh, I love that. Well, it wasn't a mullet at that time. <laughs> it wasn't a mullet at that time. But it time. had potential to be a it mullet was still, at any yeah, moment. It still had mullet potential, and that's why I'm bald now, because I had a mullet in the 90s. But it was it was one of those those first-time experiences. Where, guilt right there. <laughs> I, I guess. I didn't do that. Why am I bald? I, that, I don't know. This you is keep all your I hat know. under it. Look at it. Yep, oh, yep. About to keep show it safe. It. There you go. Oh, yeah, so you're fine. That's fine. You no, still got hair that you I'm can roll clear. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I don't even know where the story was going, but it was uh, uh, time you started using weed. Yeah, yeah. weed's mm-hmm. fun. Someone's high. Yeah, I like yeah. started. Somebody playing. got punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> he deserved it. And, and from an old old white guy point of view, I do think. Uh, Kids have to watch out for it. Anybody that's still develop me, develop, developing, developing. You're adding what the fuck happened? You're adding an M right there. Yeah. Uh, 
it's that collective conscious there. Right? It's like we're just so, all getting yeah, ripped. Anybody that is still, you know, developing in, in mentally or, you know, should watch it. You know, just, you know, take take it as advice. But, man, for old people, it's great because everything stops hurting. <laughs> <you know? laughs> but, I mean, that's the beauty of, like, we're just even talking about, like, the West Coast philosophy of it all as well. Because now you can go into a store and mm-hmm. being like, hey, I've got pain. What can what's the best way that you know about going through all that? And you can ask people who have the training and the know-how and be able to do that. You can go into house cannabis and be able to do all of that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fantastic. And I mean, just the 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 aspects of like of the different edibles you can have, uh, the different um, I mean, obviously the different strains of flour or concentrate, however which way you want to have it. You guys have ice cream. Yeah. At yeah. your place. Yeah. I saw it and I like sorbet. Tur- yeah. 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 I like turned. Yeah. Sorbet even yeah. better because yeah. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't have a. Uh, uh, you got weed ice cream? Well, yeah. it doesn't yeah. have the lactose. So, yeah. I mean, you don't EPA. have to worry about that. That's like, it, I, it stopped me because I saw the freezer and I talked and I looked and I was like, oh, here's a little snacks as you're going. I'm like, wait, no. Now. Holy shit. No, that's, that's, that's cannabis infused sorbet. It's technically a drink. Is that it's how a fr- that It's works? a frozen yeah. drink. Yeah. Oh. It's tech- by state law, it's technically a drink, despite the fact that we eat it in solid form. It's, yeah. yeah that's you can it. freeze a drink and sell it. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't change anything. Yeah. Interesting. I just, I, I love- got a slurp- I got Slurpee. You do not have a Slurpee machine, do no, you? No, no. I have Slurpee beers. That oh. Are, they're, I was they're, like, you don't need a Slurpee machine at your frozen place. before you serve them, <laughs> and they're still considered beer, so that wouldn't make sense. That's interesting. There are also topicals out there that are not really topicals that, I mean, they're for more of the adventure seeker eaters that we were talking <laughs> you about. You can eat topicals? You can eat the topicals? I mean, I've seen people eat kush creams, which is, I mean, straight up like a cold cream type topical. I don't recommend it. I mean, you sure you're going to get the weed out of it, fine. I didn't know there were weed jokes. Junkies. Yeah, you could find some. <laughs> you could find something that tastes better. Trust me. <laughs> but no, there is a, a certain number of suppliers have a top a topical on the market, which of course has a tongue on the package. Oh, yeah, drops yeah. going onto it. Yeah, yeah. yeah topically yeah, topical on your tongue. On your tongue. Yeah. Topical for your tongue. <laughs> and they're like 400, 300, 400 milligrams each, and that's uh, yeah, that's next level crazy. Damn. Hey, okay. my weed bath salts were so wonderful. They made my body turn into rubbers. Oh yeah, right. like the this. I remember. Yeah, yeah the Billy gave me. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been able to find those. You ever try the uh, suppositories? No, the, the velvet swing. They rooms. got weed suppositories. Yeah. Oh yeah, we for gave sure. You something. Yeah, we gave you some EPA. Yeah. I, I, I didn't apply them, but he doesn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> they were good. You yeah. should have probably tasted those. <laughs> That's uh, <laughs> they, uptake. That was the A in EPA, by the way. What? Well, so I mean, out of all of, I mean, you've you've seen all the different. Um, I guess iterations of the way people can create weed. Is there something that stands out from you either like on the bad idea side or like the really amazing idea side that really got you? Because just in my term, I just remember the, uh, the Sriracha tincture. Yeah. Fair winds. Yeah. And I, That's what I oh dude, like putting that, yeah. putting that in, uh, like just ramen yeah. was the, like it blew my mind. It was that sort of aspect. Thanks of for that. the selling point. Yeah. But it was just, <laughs> it was so amazing. So are there like, are there other ones like that have come, come and gone that have either on one spectrum or the other just was like, oh yes, or like, oh no. Definitely. Uh, I've seen some uh, regular product errors uh, <laughs> out there. Uh, everyone's had a bad idea before, so I'm not picking on anyone. Fair, but, yeah. Um, you know, um, 
there's so much like uh, uh, vendors will come in and they'll be like, oh, we've got the bit next big thing. And you never really can tell actually what it is going to be. But like inhalers were a massive failure oh. uh, recently. Oh, yeah. okay. Just looks a little bit, perhaps a little bit uh, too much like. Um, uh, like the asthma inhaler. Yeah, or something exactly. Like that? Okay, yeah, yeah, that seems. That reminds me of just like the the boosters from Cyberpunk. Like you're just I've like seen, getting into the weird shit there. I've seen those, and I, in, in my opinion, they were just meant to be like hide more than anything, right? Like yep. they were right. like, oh, oh, stealthy. Yeah, 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 but, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, at this point, it's not that big of a deal. So, <laughs> um, old school metal pipe there. He brought us treasures. Oh, that's where you went over there. <laughs> I wanted to know what was in the box because I have to leave. What's yeah. in the box? What's in the box? I know you well, brought us he all brought us some of- shirts and some rolling papers. I think that's what those yep. were. Uh, we got a glass piecey and a little metal one with some beadwork on it. Let's talk a little bit about like the glass pieces too, yeah. because like as as they come in, do you have a like a distributor? Is it like like certain artists will like come in, or you'll like come in contact with artists? Like how does that work to get pieces in a, a house of cannabis store? Yeah, there's a um, you know, I mean, if if someone you know as as a as a salesperson myself, if someone needs to go out there and and sell their glass somewhere. It's all going to be about the number of times that you touch someone's door. You know, mm-hmm. you go out there, you make contacts, you do it. Um, I invite people, local artists, to bring their glass in. Uh, we, as Washingtonians, are used to our cannabis being fairly cheap at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, even with the crazy uh, tax, um, you know, it still ends up being really cheap for us, especially compared to what it historically has been. Absolutely. Yeah. 20 bucks goes a long way these days. It does. <laughs> It does. When every eighth was forty or forty five in nineteen ninety five, and every ounce was two eighty to three twenty, mm-hmm. um, you know, and you can still pay those prices if you want. And you're going to get really nice weed, uh, but you know, I, I I feel like the median on the shelf is somewhere around the one twenty level actually yeah. for an ounce of cannabis, and it's it's pretty darn good. Like, sure, I'll get one and smoke it, mm-hmm. and I'll smoke it till the very last crumb. Um, <laughs> Uh, where were we going with that? Oh, glass pieces. Yeah, glass pieces. Thank you. Um, our appetite for expensive glass is less as okay as uh, consumers, um, and it's good to have local artists and it's good to have nice glass and and a couple expensive pieces on your shelf, but they don't move super well. And most of what people go for is either production glass made in Southern California. Uh, Pennsylvania, Texas, or overseas oh, in China. Okay, okay, and okay. that's a large percentage of of what we actually move. And it's because you know how can you throw a bong on for forty dollars when you just spent forty dollars on some nice herb? And you know See, that's where I said forty yeah. bucks is no big yeah. deal for a bong. Well, again, as a beginner smoker, I went through a bong. I, I did my first bong seemed to work okay, so I bought a more expensive one. Dropped the son of a bitch. Yep. Okay, yeah, and then I spent. Mm-hmm. More money on a big, thick, nine millimeter thick glass. Yeah. Bong. Justin yeah. gave me a you can go hurricane that thing. bong yeah. back in the day that was one of the most nice quality pieces of glass, but he fucked up and broke. He yeah. broke the stem. That was off. and mm. that was and that was the thing. It was like I remember. I remember and one of my first big bonuses. I was like, I'm gonna buy a nice piece. I bought a two hundred and fifty dollar hurricane bong. Mm-hmm. Beautiful and like the smoke twirled on the inside yeah. the way they did it. It was beautiful. Told my roommate, don't, and don't ice set catches. Yeah, don't no. set don't set it on the floor. He does knocked it over and that mm-hmm. the little stem, mm-hmm. the little stem piece and just I broke. Fixed it with heat shrink and I used it for years mm-hmm. until Christy uh, picked it up and turned and just caught it 
just, just right shattered. On, and well, it's, no, it caught it's the stem heart, again. It's they all break. It's so they heartbreaking when you spend like two fifty on a piece of glass and it just breaks. And you make your roommate buy another one, and then he buys it and he breaks it again, and then he won't buy another one. And you're like, well, now I'm out. Here you go, broken. Here's a broken ass one. Figure I it fixed out. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. used it for a long time. I've had nice glass. I've had cheap glass. Uh, you know, I, my, my kids, all three of my kids are above age, uh, and t- two of them smoke cannabis. They've both had this question about glass. You know, do I get something nice and heady and nine millimeters thick? Like, I mean, you can go throw that thing in the fucking parking lot. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Oh. It's not going to break if it's borosilicate. Uh, but, you know, or do, uh, do they get cheap, cheap blasted sand from China? And, you know, as I look around this room, I mean, I see a lot of um, maturing gentlemen. And that's, hey. a great, that's a great way to put that. No, that was yeah. a very nice way to put that. And we're not in our early earning years. And we also have to recognize that that is where um, the majority of the cannabis market still takes place is oh. somewhere between the age of 21 and 29. It's it's where the, the massive majority is. A lot of us hang up our cleats for parenthood, um, you know, take some time off because their spouse doesn't chill on it all that much etc yeah. etc i've seen all the plays and so we weed ourselves out and it's generation x's turn right now but we're going to have uh this existential jump back to cannabis i feel like in about 10 years when we all get divorced and <laughs> <laughs> when everything really starts to hurt when you can't sleep through the night because you got to pee four times right uh i am on the leading edge of that, that divorcing uh, it's my my ex-wife helped start this business with me in a way i mean she was there every step of the way um at the beginning uh, and one of the hardest workers in my life and she still has you know in many ways a vested interest in this but uh um you know house of cannabis its relationship with vendors the glass uh everything that we brought up the taxation um kudos to the entire team from my now ex-wife down to the bud tenders that are still working there right at this moment yep um for sure because they they keep it all together and i hope it's when i walk in and i say hi to the customers and i say hi to the bud tenders behind the and then i move into the next place and say hi to them and go back out and tell the bud tenders oh i'm sorry you guys were listening to sublime i'll get that off the playlist I thank know you it's overplayed thank you yep <laughs> and go back usually the music is fucking on point by the way like i, I really do like the music there Thank you so much. I spend a lot of time trying to make sure that we put things on there that aren't overplayed on, on terrestrial terrestrial radio. Yeah. yeah, like like oh, you won't hear "Time" by Pink Floyd here. You might hear "Interstellar Overdrive" by Pink Floyd. Get some deep cuts. Yeah, exactly. And if you never play "Red Hot Chili Peppers," you'll be my favorite eh, person. It's on there. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. I just I have a beef with "Red Hot Chili Peppers" because they for the longest time wouldn't play my favorite album. Which no. is one hot minute. Like uh-huh. I really like one hot minute, but because John Frusciante wasn't on that album, yeah, you're was, the one. Yeah, I am literally, <laughs> I am, like, and I and I understand that. But I'm like, there's a couple of good songs, or you could play a couple of good songs at the concert. Yeah. So I was like, I'm never gonna go to a concert. And then of course they play here, and then they play songs from it, and I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Damn it. Crazy. I didn't actually know about that. It's, yeah. Um, that was my freshman year of college album that, that they. Uh, that they released it was big yeah yeah i mean i was like i i, I liked i like dave navarro on yeah. that i felt i felt he wasn't really a, a solid place for the peppers mm-hmm. but at the same point i thought i thought the sound that they've made uh on that album is fucking fantastic and but beyond that red hot tree peppers pissed me off <laughs> 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 but um 
like seriously, I fuck. I feel like we could just keep talking to you forever. Yeah. And um, I I'm re- open ended. I really appreciate. <laughs> we're gonna. I, I really want you to get back on because I know we're gonna have specific questions as this is gonna be continuing on and going on. Um, Kevin, like House of Cannabis is amazing. People Thank can you. find you. Just search. Go to House. Of, it's HouseCannabis.com. Correct. Uh, it's now. Sadly, that's a uh, museum in New York, but we're working on that. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're so, working on that. We'll put, um, we'll put we'll make sure and get the right links up and everything yeah. for everyone to get it out there. But well, I'll be there New Year's Eve. Lovely, and we'll be happy to to host you. We're making sure and staffing uh, pretty heavily that day. It's a very popular day to come in. We'll that makes sense. Some good deals, <laughs> good deals going on. And keep track of what I mean. Everything's going on. You like on the socials. You guys are knocking it out of the park. Keeping, Thank you. Keeping everybody up to tabs, up to date on what event you're doing, like the Halloween event with New Year's and stuff like that. I mean, I. Just quickly getting into it, I know like that I've been able to catch, uh, get some sausage in my mouth in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Because I was able to get some barbecue out there. Yeah. Some, uh, it was the, one of the greatest things ever pulling in and a guy comes over and say, Hey, here, come try this. And I'm like, I'm fuck yeah, I'm going to go try this. And I tried some barbecue and Mr. It was, Terry. Yeah. Dude. So good. Like I had a couple of burn end pieces and he's like, you want a hot link? I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right, I'll hook it up. Go, go shopping and come back out and we'll get you done. And I was like, it was a fucking great hot link, man. <laughs> Health department had him move across the street, but he's still there and we still love him. Fair. Uh, all right. Yeah. Right on. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. But uh, that's that's they didn't want people because they know people walk out and immediately light up. They ignite cannabis and so like no smoking around the food. Okay, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. And yeah. then so, but I mean, it's still really fucking good. Yeah, so. it is. And we love Terry, <laughs> and uh, he's certainly certainly going to be a fixture. I think at that corner from from now on. Nice. Uh, there's a lot of lovers around there. I don't. I'm not sure Seven Eleven's that into it, but. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. 7-Eleven. Yeah, whatever. Avoid, <laughs> avoid the big bites in the roller food and get some really good cooked fucking meat right there. Totally. <laughs> but, uh, do you mind if I tell one more quick story on the Straight way? Straight up. Let's do this. Let's do this. Right on. So uh, one of the things that you mentioned, the music in the store, one of my passions is music, live music especially. Bands that you might find along those those levels, because I'm not talking about stoner rock or stoner metal. Uh, psychedelic rock for me is like kind of what grew out of Pink Floyd. Rick okay. Bain and the Genius Position would be on this list. They're from Portland. The Dandy Warhols. Oh, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Brian Jonestown Massacre, 1776. And the list really goes on and on. But to two bands, Spindrift from Los Angeles, okay. which is uh, Psychedelic Spaghetti Western, actually. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They all work in the movie industry. So they what they do okay. is they rescore movies all the time. And it's just insanity. Oh, that's uh, tight. And then this other band from uh, from the early 2000s called The Upside Down in uh, Portland, Oregon, and they came up here. And this the story is actually kind of a kind of a, a retro throwback at this point. It's about ten years ago. They were on this West Coast tour. They'd just been signed to a new label. They were pushing on. They both had brand new albums, and uh, we'd met a couple times. And I invited them to stay. They had a show at the Bob's Java Jive of all places. Fuck yeah! Uh, on, on the way up to Victoria, where they were going to play a real concert hall because they have a stronger following there and i bring them back to my house in Furcrest later that night it's a big it's a big house i've had three kids so uh lots of space lots of room yeah exactly and just kind of set them up and each one of the bands it's a traditional psychedelic rock outfit it's like you know i think it's more about how many people can you fit on the stage (laughs) yeah yeah play one chord uh not that either one of those bands is like that but it's you know yeah you understand when there's like a stereotype an entire there's six or seven people in each one of the bands and uh (laughs) 
so they come over to my house, and I have this buffet set. I made pinwheel sandwiches oh, and a oh, batch of uh, such a, a good host. No, thank you. Uh, a batch of uh, uh, what did you call them earlier? They were the the, the Nuclear, weapons grade, the weapons, grade. We- weapons grade brownies. Yeah, yeah. And I set those out too, and I offered everyone a joint when they came in, and this was the moment which I was actually surprised that there was only one weed smoker out of mm. these fourteen people that just walked wow. into my house, and so I told everyone once over a view, I was like, "Hey, since nobody took the weed, I should let you know." Those back there are brownies you do not want to eat if you don't consume <laughs> cannabis. One person didn't get the memo. One person did not get the memo. <laughs> I've been at those parties. Yeah, the, the, the rhythm guitarist for Spindrift uh, basically ate the whole pan. They were nuclear. He spent all night up uh, chatting with himself in the middle of his bandmates sleeping. The next morning, I came down to make him all coffee, and he's standing in the corner looking at me with his sleeping bag pulled up over his head, and he looks like a caveman anyways. <laughs> so it's kind of like this weird figure in the corner. I'm like, Dave, you okay? And he's like, I'm going to be all right. But they had to go to Canada. So they went up to get on the ferry at Port Towns and or, uh, Port Angeles yeah. to to Victoria, and, and border just was like, what the fuck is the matter with this guy? And they're like, there's this guy, Kevin Heydrich, he's back in Tacoma. Uh, he got, to yeah, he got our guitar player wasted. We're not even sure if we're going to be able to play the show tonight because this guy's so fucking wasted. And they're like, no, seriously, like, you know, you know the deal. Let's see it all. And, uh, you know, threatening band members and taking them aside. Yeah, I got a Facebook message later that was like, you fucker. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not my Yeah, But but we made the show and it came off without a hitch. So, uh, Well, then all's well that ends well. Absolutely. It's just a fun story at that end. That's it. Cannabis is is one of the the safest mind-altering substances that you can put inside um, your body. And Mm -hmm. I just, you know, ask people to keep that in mind um we have a saying in the cannabis industry uh i know that you know i'm sitting here drinking an alcoholic beverage um i'm not an alcohol hater but cannabis is safer than alcohol Mm -hmm. and it's a great referential point to start off even if you're uncomfortable you're gonna be fine yeah uh enjoy your life folks and and live it yep a hundred percent and i'll just kind of piggyback on that and say that cannabis doesn't give me heartburn which I'm fighting right now because I've been drinking. So just going to be saying, throwing that out there. Yep. And like I said, lots of different ways to consume it. Best way to uh, maybe get into it or maybe uh, just to experience cannabis in all its different forms is to go to House of Cannabis. <laughs> Thank you. How many locations do you have again? We have three. We're actually getting ready to announce a fourth, but Ooh. I can't can't say where yet. Once, uh, uh, once you are ready to make that announcement, let mm-hmm. us know. Hit us up. We'll get you back on this, bitch. I absolutely will. I'd, I've had such a good time here this afternoon. That's amazing. I love it. And I hope everyone uh, had fun listening to us. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, if you guys are interested in maybe having someone on who you think should be on, I think we just sent you an email. Or you, I think you sent us the email originally. I reached out through the... I, I know a good self-promotion opportunity when I see it. See, yeah. Exactly. All you got to do, <laughs> info at gridcitypodcast.com. Introduce yourself and we'll see if we can get you on, much like Kevin did with House of Cannabis. Kevin, again, thank you so much for being on. Thank you. Uh, at Tech House Canna on IG and at Kevin in Tacoma on IG if you want to follow me personally. Awesome. Thank you so much. And again, like I said, thank you everyone for listening. Check out gridcitypodcast.com for all of our stuff. When we are live and we have 
have the chance to, and we don't have technical difficulties, we are live on Discord to record with people. So do check out our Discord channel because it's also a great way to uh, contact us or let us know what's going on or see some of the cool things in our shout-outs. I know that House of Cannabis has been shouted out multiple times there and uh, among other things. So there's a different, there's a way to participate in the GCP community through that. Uh, also, our Patreon, patreon.com slash gritcitypodcast, where we're putting out tons of extra bonus content, including random weird questions and uh, all sorts of like other things that we do with Derek and uh, hosting a, a lot of that content as well. Yep. Uh, we still got to get one together for... Did we release the video games in December or was it November? Oh, God. That was a while ago. It was probably okay. November. We got one coming up yeah. real soon, so we'll figure one out for that and we'll get that done too coming up. But uh, yeah, uh, thank you guys everyone for listening spread the word and participate in the cannabis culture however which way you want to and until next time guys stay gritty you've been listening to the grid city podcast check them out at gritcitypodcast.com <laughs>